Good evening there, hockey fans, and welcome to Pocket. Joining me is my co-host, John. What's going on tonight, John? Hey, nothing much, Jim. Just, uh, I called you Jim. Nothing much, Bill. I don't know where my head is. I um, I was just thinking about, we were talking about, the, you know, you're in Wisconsin, I'm in Buffalo, and, uh, you know, New York, and I was thinking about the weather, man. You guys are getting the weather a day ahead of time for me. Well, you could tell I'm, I'm a little nasally tonight. I, I just woke up. This morning, just had horrible head cold, uh, and it's because of this weather. It's, it's 65 degrees, and then uh, just about probably two hours ago, it dropped to 28, and we're going to get snow here in the next uh, yep. 45 minutes. It's coming through, so it's crazy. It's that's No wonder I'm so messed up in the sinal sino region. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this. We're going to get that tomorrow. It's funny. 65 down to 28. High winds and snow, so man, I don't know. Although around here, I don't know how you guys are. It always snows or something crazy on St. Patrick's Day. We always seem to have a, a weather event. Oh uh, yeah, it snows here in Easter. That's our big thing. So. Oh Easter, yeah. But um, all right. No, we've got some. Uh, obviously, we've got to talk some trade rumors tonight. Um, we've got uh, some news. Uh, I know you have some things, some teams that you're looking at. Could be buyers, sellers. Um, got a lot to get into. My Penguins about to drop the puck here in Vancouver, so we'll see what happens there. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's let's talk some headlines. So uh, you know, you like some people like them, some people hate them. Um, some people, I don't know. Some people just uh, can't understand them. Can't you know? I'm kind of one of these people. Uh, Gary Bettman. Our, our wonderful commish, you know, the, uh, he's not all bad. I mean, Hey, he, he has done some good things. Don't get me wrong, but, but how about he's calling out the, the he's calling on the jets and Winnipeg fans to find a solution for failing attendance. I, I don't, am I missing something or what? Why is he? I don't know. He says it's a strong NHL market, but it's, it's failing as I, I'm, <laughs> That's a weird one because we, you know, obviously Arizona's failing, yeah. and I, you know, I live in Buffalo. And it kind of, I, I don't know how that wouldn't be considered failing because all their home games are empty, as unless you're going to see the other team. Right. It, it's pretty rough there, and I, I'm surprised they're not considered. That's what I mean. Why, why Winnipeg? I think Winnipeg, uh, you know, to me, any Canadian city is going to be fine. I can't imagine there's a need to take ever take a team from a Canadian city again. I, I That's a goofy one. I, I got to say, I don't understand where he's going with that. Well, uh, and I don't either. It's, you know, he said, uh, he's, despite a strong market where hockey matters, he believes the team's failing attendance it will be resolved and he needs the fans in the Jets to step up and basically um, figure out why, you know. I guess their season ticket-based has decreased to 27% in three years from approximately uh, 13,000 to just under nine, nine, uh, 9,500. So average the second fewest fans per game in the NHL this season. I mean, I, I've never been to Winnipeg, 
But I know Winnipeg's not exactly a, a big city. Right. I mean, right. I mean it. Right. I mean, am I or am I wrong on that? I, I, I like it's. I'm gonna see. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're. I'm curious what what is like the what's the like population. When I say it's not a, like I mean it's it's like Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, like are, are way bigger cities than 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 Winnipeg. Yeah, I mean, let me see if they're popular. And I'm curious because I think I always put things in terms of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah you know what? They, they got 749,000 people in Winnipeg. Okay. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. So maybe that's the, the reason, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I mean, would say so. I mean, and, and I don't know what their economy – we were talking about that before the show. Like, is there economic issues there? I mean, is there – you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Buffalo, but here – Buffalo's population, you know how much Buffalo, you know, 276,000. Okay. Winnipeg's so, 784,000. Yeah. Um, right. So what's the, so, I mean, I don't understand what the, um, I, I don't understand what, what the, what, you know, like, first of all, you know, I think they made a good ch choice, even though I kind of did like the franchise, I think they made a good choice moving uh, the Thrashers up to Winnipeg back in 2011. You know, yeah, that whole Atlanta Spirit group, when they inherited the Thrashers, they did not care about them. Uh, they oh. only cared about, you know, basketball, and they cared about, like, I forget what other – I think they owned a soccer team. And right. That's all they cared about. They, they, they just basically inherited the Thrashers and just were like, ah, uh, you know, you know, and um, – you know, I yeah. thought it was the right move, even though I, I, I did kind of, I like the name and the logo and like the whole, the team, the unis. I thought they were pretty awesome looking. Um, but, and I thought there were some good players back then, you know, Kovalchuk and, um, you know, oh, yeah. What's the name like Bufflin? Remember that big guy, Bufflin? Yeah. He was, Bufflin. um, you know, you had Danny Heatley there for a while. You had some, uh, Patrick Stefan. I mean, right. Ray Ferraro played there for a while. Nor miracle. I mean, I can, wow. I can name a bunch of guys that that had, had played on that franchise, and a lot of my my Penguins. You know, a lot of them. You know, you know, Recky played there for a little while. I think you know, Colby Armstrong, uh, Eric Christensen. I remember played there. There was it, Pascal Dupuis. That's where we got him from. I mean, it, it was like Penguins South there for a while. But um, but no, I mean, like I I was all in agreement with them. You know moving to Winnipeg, you know, because I was happy they brought the Jets back. Right. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't understand why. I mean, it, it's got to be economy, right? I mean, it's it's got to be some – but I, I just thought it was kind of how he's kind of like in – in essence, he's kind of like calling out the fans. Like, like yeah. it's your fault that you guys aren't filling the seats. Yeah. Well, no, maybe there's underlying issues as to why they're not filling the seats in Winnipeg, you know? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they got a very good team. Obviously, they're doing great. They're a playoff team. They're playing well. I mean, I – I, yeah, I don't I, – I, it's got to be economic. I don't know. Like I like I say, here in Buffalo, it's depressed. It's it's economically where it's it's bad. There's no doubt. I, I don't think there's much extra money to, to go around. Um, maybe Winnipeg's like that. It's in the middle of Canada. You know what I mean? I don't know what – like, do they, is it oil? I know, like, you know, is that what it is, the big oil thing? Or is it a, I, I don't you know, I don't know what the major, um, you know, like Calgary, I know it's got, you know, cattle and oil and all that, almost like, like Texas or something. Right. But, so yeah, I wonder, I just, what concerns me is, 
I always wonder if he's making not that he's making deals, but this whole San, Salt Lake City thing. Well, you know, are you trying to mess around here? I mean, because for me, Arizona should be just put right in there. Just pick them up and put them in. They don't have an arena. And if, if you want something in Salt Lake City, that'd make perfect sense, I guess. Right. Um, but I just, well, Winnipeg, how do you, like, how aren't you coming to Buffalo, I guess, and saying the same thing? Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, so I think that what triggered this whole thing, really, John, is, is Bettman's comments came a few days after Jets chairman, uh, Mark Chipman, uh, said he had an interview with The Athletic. And um, we got that's my. I think Houston would be a good fit for the Yotes. I mean, they had the arrows there. I mean, I what was how, Gordy Howe and his son played for the arrows there. They right. actually did have a a, uh, a hockey um, following back in the, like the seventies, eighties. So, um, yeah. So Mark Chipman had an interview with the Athletic, and he flat out said, "He goes, you know, like." we've dropped 27% in our attendance. And he said the, the attendance numbers, if they continue to, you know, have these attendance numbers and if it continues to drop, it's, he said, as of right now, the numbers are simply not sustainable. Wow. So, you know, he, he's, he's probably seeing the checkbook, right? I mean, he's the chairman. He, he probably, He's probably right. He's it's they're probably not, you know, it's probably not uh sustainable. Right. Yeah, that's so he's throwing up the white flag. He's looking for help then, sounds like, you know. Yeah, I, and that's why Gary Bettman, I think, you know. And he's right, strong hockey market. I mean, I, I would go with that, but but I think there's there's gotta be underlying issues as to why. Can't um, think I'm surprised there can't be any um any uh, corporate sponsors or somebody to help out. I'm sure maybe that'll happen. Maybe this will trigger a, I'm sure it will. They're never going to, Winnipeg cannot allow, those fans, they won't allow this to happen again to them. I, you oh, know what no. I mean? No, I don't think they will either. It's not going to, and it, you have a good team. It's not like the team is, is bad. Like you have a good team up there. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I just, it just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I heard it. It struck me too. Like, I mean, after hearing that, though, if the chairman's saying, then it obviously, yeah, I mean, it's well, obviously, Bettman had to step in and address. Yeah. That's that's probably why he said what he did. So, I would, yeah. you would think someone like you know, I know, like, um, I don't know. There's Rogers. You got all the different things up there. Well, that's the biggest media thing up there, TSN, whatever. But I, you would think there'd be somebody who's gonna. It would be a honestly, I want more teams in Canada than less, and that would be. Oh. I, I just can't imagine they that they're to going to team in Quebec City. I I would put a. I let me tell you something. I would put a team in Quebec City before I would put a team in. Uh, I would bring back the Nordiques before I would put a team in Salt Lake City. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's nowhere in the United States I'd put a team before I went to Quebec. No. That's my in my. I eye. was against them putting it in Vegas. I thought I thought they should have went elsewhere, either Quebec City. Hartford probably is not sustainable anymore. Right. I mean, it's, I would have loved to see the whalers come back. I mean, geez. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That, that place has gone downhill. Hartford's pretty, yeah. I, I, it's pretty rough over there. They, they talk about economic issues. My goodness. They, yeah, yeah they'll probably never return, but Quebec city, you know, and, and you could have another team in Ontario easily without a doubt. You could put one in there. Um, yeah. But 
Um, another headline, John, I saw was how fighting is really on the wane. It's it's really uh, um, they were saying about um, what was it twenty years ago when they had that? What was that? Was it brawl with between the Flyers and the I forget who it was, um, where it was just basically a, a bench clearing line brawl. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was. I think that was. I think I just saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I know what you're talking about. I want to say Vancouver for some reason, but I don't think so. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, to give you a perspective, I mean, I grew up, and you grew up. We both grew up when fighting uh, was, you know, part of the game. And I mean, it's still part of the game now, but it's it's way less part of the game than when it was, you know. It yeah. doesn't happen often, but I think you still have to have it. I'm, I think you still have to have it. And I, you know, people would disagree with me on that, but just look at this uh, standpoint here, okay? So as of right now, there's been 219 fights this season as of today. Um, well, as of yesterday, I take that back and they project, I don't know how they project this, but they project 63 more to be happened before the playoffs, which would bring it up to 282. Right. You know what it was in 03 and 04? No. 789. Yeah. Did you see the kid for the Rangers? You see him fighting everybody? Yeah, I did. He's six seven. He he yeah. fought. He got he got tuned up pretty good by that Olivier or whatever from Columbus. But the day before, he fought Delorier, and I think he'll fight Saturday against Ryan Reeves when they play the Leafs. So he's kind of a throwback. He's looking to fight. He's he want he. I think he fought Matt Martin too. Yeah. So you know, I, and they love it. That's the say. That's the crazy thing. The people in New York love this. The Ranger fan, you know, everyone that loves hockey loves this kind of thing. Well, yeah, they do. And I mean, I just look at, I, you know, like I said, it was, you had in, in 03, 04, 789, uh, even in 2010 and 2011, which really wasn't that long ago, um, you had 645. Wow. Yeah. Average. It, I, so, I mean, it's down, it's down a lot. I mean, it's, it's down a lot, very considerable. It's it's such a momentum changer too. I mean, I understand why you know you're up four one. You're not going to take a fight. Why would you, right? Because you know what could happen. You know how the momentum can swing. That's why it's people don't understand. I, I and I think generally, if you're a hockey guy, if you're a hockey fan, you have. I haven't met one that's a real hockey fan that has told me fighting should be banned. Have you? I've never really met anyone like that. Um, I agree. I don't. I don't expect there to be a ban either. I don't expect there to be a ban because I really believe my my whole perspective on fighting is is that fighting help helps it it helps the tensions from boiling over. It really does. Yes, it, it does. I mean, yeah. it, contrary to what people say, I mean it it does. It actually keeps it it keeps tensions from boiling over. So. And it used to be a way of uh, making sure you didn't have, you know, someone getting hit across the face of a bat, you know, like uh, like how Truba's hitting you across the face of a stick. Well, you, you know, those kind of things didn't happen. Exactly. Would you rather Would you rather them punching each other or, or swinging sticks at each other? Yeah. Right? And, 
Yeah, I know. And I, I think back to when I was younger and you, you, you probably saw some of it as well. Uh, when guys didn't wear helmets, right? They were fighting, but they weren't hitting each other with the wooden sticks well, in the head. Too much. One of the last guys was what Rod Langway from the uh, caps. Yeah. Him? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Him and McTavish. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I can't imagine a game without fight. Look, if they've done enough to hockey in my eyes, the regular season, the way you can, you can qualify for the playoffs in a three on three contest or some kind of crazy shootout. You know what I mean? They've done enough. Um, they've taken hitting out of the game. They, you know, they've almost, they've, they've tried to effectively do that. And if you take it, I'll tell you what, if you take fighting away, Soon we're going to be roller hockey or something. Right. And uh, I don't, I, I, you'll turn people off, I'm sure, like you and me. I know I will be. Oh, yeah. You tell me. Absolutely. You, know, you don't fight. And you know what? They don't fight in playoffs. And I've always understood why that happens because, you know, obviously the stakes are higher. You don't want to get thrown. You don't want to have any, you never want to cause anything where you're going to get the instigator yeah. or whatever. Right. You don't want any, any uh, you know, you don't want Momentum. any uh, Momentum too is a big deal. You know, and you think about it. I've always thought that with how many times you remember this in the old days, the nineties and stuff, a good fight can spark all kinds of things to happen. Well, um, you know, on yeah. the scoreboard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 it generates momentum. So, but, um, no, I, I mean, I think that, uh, even Braden Shen from the place, St. Louis, the uh, captain of St. Louis, he said, we need it in the, it's it needs to be in the game he said it he goes and he's fought twice uh this season but you know he said you need guys to police themselves and if you're going to run around and make a big hit you got to know that there's going to be consequences sometimes so yeah that's another that leads me to another thing too i don't like that mentality oh oh automatic you know somebody lay, lays a big hit on all oh, automatically now you have to drop the gloves right a good hip check causes it yeah, a like, good, you know what I mean? yeah, you don't even hit somebody in that. Like, like I get, you know, when it's dirty, okay, you, you hit someone in the head and you oh, knock absolutely. them out. Okay. Yeah. But I've watched it. I watched it with the Leafs uh, tonight. McCabe hit somebody on the board. I mean, it was a good hit. Clean hit. Bucks there. And, of course, they, they, yeah, but he didn't take the bait, which was good. But they were all pushed. You know, it's craziness. You're right. I hate that. I mean, you hit a you a good, uh, you know, a, a hit to the head. Uh, if you run some, uh, your goaltender, you run right. a goaltender. That's 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 you know, but a, a good hit, a good open ice hit, a good you know, I don't. Why should there be any response in that? I I I, I kind of disagree with with uh, Shen. I did. I agree with him. It needs to be in the game fighting, but I disagree that if you make a big hit. Sometimes you're going to have to deal with the consequences. I, I, I why? Yeah, I think he, he should have said a dirty hit. Yeah, dirty. You know, when Truba baseball swings the, the, you know, off the guy's face, there should be trust. I understand there should have been a, you know, if there's a fight there. I get that. Or another thing is if the whistle blows and the guy still shoots the puck at your goalie. Then that's you a, know that's yeah, trouble. That's trouble. I mean, there's there's certain you know, like I said, running the goal. I mean, there's you know, that's that's trouble. If you get a good open ice hit, why should we, why should you have to why should you have to respond? Oh, I'm gonna jump in and defend my teammate because he because he got a, a good clean hit on him. That's bullshit. And there should be no. I've never understood too when that happens. The guy that makes the clean hit, of course, has to defend himself and still goes to the box. Like I don't even see how he gets a penalty at all. 
I would, I would, I would give it the opposite. I would uh, the the guy that went goes and responds and jumps in there. You're you're going to the box. The guy that made the hit and then just stood there and took your nonsense after he made the hit. He's he's not in the box. You are. And you know what else is crazy? Here's something that's gonna. I feel you know this. I know this. It's they call it Smashville for a reason in Nashville, right? It's called. It's not called Smashville. People love it. They love the physicality of the sport, especially go south of go a little south in the United States where you're selling the game. You know what I mean? They that's a part of the game that people like. They they that's why AHL teams still. You know what I mean? Think about where teams are sometimes, and you're like, oh god, there's a team in Birmingham. There's a, because people they like the physical play, the fighting, and everything else. I used to. My God, I'd go to these OHL games across where I live. The, back then, it was called the Niagara Thunder, right? And on that, they played Peterborough. I remember in the playoffs. You had Ty Domi for Peterborough, Mark Recchi. You had uh, Ricci. These, these, and they were fighting like Brad May played for the, the Niagara Falls team. These guys fought like, how old were they, 18? Yeah. It was some of the best hockey you could see. And I'm really curious who the person is that would tell me, like seriously, that they would they've watched hockey for a, for a while and this is what they've come to that right fighting's gotta go you know what needs to go bill and i'm sorry i'm, I'm getting pissed off you know what needs to go is the three on three the three oh, on yeah. three in the shootout causing yep. you to miss the playoff is disgusting yeah. it's stupid yeah i know i agree it's it's gotta go it's it's ran its course nobody likes it anymore i agree we'll get into that yeah that'll be good off-season talk we can ways to change the game but um I think what happened, you know, you got Paros, obviously he's in the, uh, you know, but you, you remember what happened to him in 2013 when he got nailed and he, he went face first in a fight. Remember he fell and was yeah. unconscious, you know? Colt Moore, yeah. Yeah. Colt and Moore I, got him. You're right. That's right. Wait. I think, I think when you look at old school enforcers that died, like, uh, like Derek Bagard, Bob Probert, these are guys that they, they, posthumously, you know, found to have, uh, you know, some CTE. And I think that they're like, oh, you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, it's, you know, it, it changed it changed some minds of, of people that kind of glorify fighting in the sport, if you, if, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and think, and think about it now. If you're coming into the league now, um, compared to those guys, you know, uh, the guys you mentioned, Wade Bielak, uh, all those guys, Frazier McClaire, they come into the, the league. Tony Twist. Yeah. They didn't know much about CTE. You're coming into the league now. You know what you're doing. And if you decide to fight, I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like the problem with CTE was not that it – how do I put it? It was because – the leagues knew about it and said nothing. I think that was the problem, right? It wasn't that it actually happens. It yeah. was that they said nothing. Now you know. If you're going to play professional sports, you know the – your tape. It's like it's like when I go skating and it says skate at your own risk. Right. They're grown men doing right. the you – know, <laughs> making the choice. Right. But Tony Twist, did you ever hear the story about him and Bob Probert? You know, I don't, I don't know if Tony was a rookie – but he won his first fight with Probert, like it was hilarious. I, I, I he was. Uh, you, you ever hear that story? No. Yeah, so he, you know, he lined up with Probert in the face off. He's like, "Come on, Probert, let's go." He's like, "Kid." He's like, 
I will lay you the f out. He's like, go back on the bench. He's like, I'm no, we're not doing this. And he's like, he just kept pushing him. Like he's like, come on, Proby. He's like, yeah, like next face off. He's like elbowing him. Like come on, like I'm not gonna take no for an answer. And then finally, I think it was the third period. It was like after three times, he brought Prober. Was like, all right, like you're asking for this now, pal. So they dropped the gloves and just pounded on each other. He goes, Bob Prover was like, that kid was tough. He's like, he hung with me. He's like, he, you know, he's like, he just, you know, he wouldn't take no for an answer. He's like, no, we're fighting. Like, I'm, 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 you're the you're the most scariest guy in the NHL. I'm coming right up to you and I'm challenging you. I, I'm not taking no for an answer. And that's why this kid for the Rangers, he's talked. I, I heard, I was listening tonight. They were saying how, you know, before the game against the Flyers, in warmups, he told Deloria, "We're fi- I'm fighting you. You're gonna fight me." And he and he was saying, "No, I, you know, get away from me. All this stuff." Yeah. He, I did. Th- this kid's similar. Yeah. I, I gotta get. I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah. Well, I mean, throwback. I, you know, I don't know. I I respect guys like that. I I respect guys that came in the league and would fight Marty McSorley and go right up to him and say, Hey, let's go. Like I'm on, I need to make a, you know, I want to earn respect to my teammates. You know, I don't care if I take a beating. I want to just, you know, let's go. Someday I'll have to send this to you. Cause I have it. It's not long. It's a half hour. It was a thing. Cause Ty Domi and Rob Ray used to fight all the time. Leaf Sabres fight, fight, fight. I mean, it would be unbelievable fights. Well, just about two or three years ago, they sat them both down together and they had this incredible discussion about it. Yeah. And you know how they, they would, uh, how nervous they would get before a game, knowing they had to fight, and then after it's all said and done with, these guys somewhere down the road or would go out to dinner. They oh, would yeah. be talking. You know, they they were yeah. absolutely friendly. Right. But you know, on the ice, it it, it you can't taking this away is is a if it ever happens. I don't think it will. But I if it were to happen, it's such well, a mistake. Bettman's already said that it needs to be in the game. And he's he basically said the, what I said because otherwise tensions are going to boil over. He, he even said I'd rather them punching each other than than swinging sticks at each other. He's like that's and I agree with him. I I, I totally agree with him. Me too, hundred percent. You know. All right, let's get into some trade rumors now. Let's let's uh, transition. I I think we. I mean, there's there's not really other major major headlines, but. Right. Um, what do you think about that? I know we mentioned this to Jim last week at the tail end of the show last week, but what do you think about, uh, you know, the, the Oilers? What, what do you, I mean, I, that seems to be the big, big uh, talk is what they're going to do. I mean, you know, like a lot of uh, people feel like they're going to, a lot of experts, so-called experts think that they're going to, you know, make some moves here. Um, Once again, now there's a team, now they have their they have first round picks. I looked it up on them. What they don't have is second round picks. They don't have second round picks this year or next year, but they do have first. What I read today, and by my own mind thinking of them, it kind of cemented what I thought. They need scoring, unbelievably. They need second, they need like a top six. You can't keep Corey Perry in your top six. Right. So they kind of need someone. Um, your guy comes up a lot in Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know how that would, that would be a hell of a trade to make. Um, that's not going to be just draft picks. So, you know, that, but you know, they need, I think the oil, and I think you might be, what they might want a backup goalie too. Well, you know, there's been a lot of talk about them moving Broberg 
do you think that that's what they're they're trying to do? You know, there's a lot of teams that are interested in Broberg. You got Anaheim, you got the Flyers, you got the Blue Jackets. Um, you think that's maybe what they're trying to do? I mean, even even I heard my Penguins even are had an interest in him um, as a defenseman. Um, I could, yeah. I mean, I would think that that would be the guy, right? What's he like? 23, 20, he's young. Yeah. Do you think they would move him as a defenseman in exchange for some offensive guys? Like that? Yeah. I think, I think they would have to. I think they're going to have to give up a first round pick, too, you know, depending how high they want to go with this. I mean, if you're going to try to pry Gutzel out of Pittsburgh, that deal is going to have to be pretty good. I would figure, you know what I mean? It's going to have to be a really good deal. I mean, it would have to knock their socks off. I'm sure. Well, so. you know, for, you know, Hey, the reason my, my penguins right now are, are in the shape they're in has because their defensive group has struggled this season, you know? And, and I, I think that that, I've said that before, if they could add some, you know, a top, another top defenseman, that would be, that would help them out. So. Yeah, good defensive defenseman, uh, you know, who doesn't really worry about the offense that much, but still can chip in, just, you know, can skate. Yeah. Well, they um, would give him time in in, in Pittsburgh. They would give Burble. He would get he would get time. He would definitely get playing time. So, I'm really um, I'm curious on Edmonton because I do think they're looking for a you know they had that long winning streak, but lately it hasn't been you know they've kind of they've scuffled along a little. It feels like here. I mean, they've lost they they had lost three in a row and all that stuff and you know they're they're not solidly in not they're not solidly in the playoffs i mean they're not solidly in a um you know in the third spot for sure right. i mean the, the kings are on their heels and that's a team that needs help oh, i think yeah. yeah um they i feel like they they might need a goalie themselves um because i don't know how much riddich how long you can ride that and talbot's kind of tailed off a little um they should be better than they are though bill i i really think that their centers down the middle seems i mean something they, something's not right there because yeah. i'm gonna tell you this i wouldn't want to play them in the first round if i'm if they make the wild card and they're gonna take on vancouver in the opening round i'd be a little nervous if i'm the if i'm the canucks yeah i'll be honest with you too about the canucks and you could tell me i'm i'm probably crazy i know they lost four out of five whatever um i I wonder about them. They, they, you know, okay, they're having a great regular season, but the playoffs are a whole different story. Oh yeah, and they haven't been there, so it it makes me wonder when everyone puts them up as a cup contender, if that's really where they should be, at this point. You know what I mean? Yes, they got a great record, but we haven't seen it yeah. at all. Um, right. What tells me that those guys are going to perform? I don't know in in in, in a playoff series and. And I wanted to ask you this about the Canucks. It's just coming into my head because we just I just brought them up like a I don't know where that comes from. Patterson still hasn't signed. Yeah, he still yeah. has not. He just scored. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. And I don't know what's going on because from what I hear on on Canadian TV and the people that follow this team, that they're offering him like William Nylander did it. He said, I want to be in Toronto. I don't want to leave. I love it here. He signs eight years, he stays. This yeah. guy's weird, and he's an RFA. So what's that mean? That means arbitration could be coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. You know, we talked about Edmonton, Calgary. Another defenseman. I know the Blue Jackets are are going to be sellers too. I, I they, we've yeah. heard that they're going to unload a lot of guys. 
Adam Boquist, the defenseman, <coughs> he's been connected to either the Edmonton uh, Oilers or the Flames. So, and he has some interest from other clubs. I think Ottawa could probably use a guy like that. Minnesota, you know, I mean, so Ottawa needs some goaltending though. They've they've got some issues. They really do. Corpusalo, man, always under. This guy has been. I don't know what he did. I think in the bubble in that in the COVID year, he did well. I think for Columbus, and he kind of written this all over the place and. In LA, he's sitting here with an 880 save percentage, and his goals against is 339. I mean, it's no better than Forsberg, his backup. So, yeah, they probably need a they they need a goalie. They're doing their normal thing, Ottawa. Though, whenever they're out of it, they play well. Right. I mean, if, as soon as they're mathematically, you know, eliminated, they they seem to turn it on. Yeah. But we're you know close to that. Yeah. I um they definitely need a goalie. I agree. But I, they're talking about trading Chitrin. Yeah. So. You know, uh, someone the other day, remember Justin Williams? Remember they used to call him Mr. Game 7? He's played yeah. for Carolina. Oh, yeah. He was on um, he was on Sportsnet last night, and he was showing – they did a whole package showing Chitrin basically not hustling back at all. So I found that interesting, um, what's going on there. And I kind of said this one time to you and Jim, and I didn't – it always feels like that guy is being always at the deadline. He's a name. But he's the perfect side. You'd want him. But yet, he always ends up being a name. Who should be their new head coach in this rebuild in Ottawa? Mm. Craig Berube. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably fit in. That seems like that would be a good one. Maybe yeah, I, I Quenville. Good there. Uh, Quenville's back. He's been doing interviews now. So, obviously, he's got an opportunity. He's coming back. Yeah. Um, so I too, right? He might yeah. – yeah, I mean that's 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 could be a guy. I, I'll be honest, as far as I don't know about anything else, and I'll, I'm not going to get into it. But as a head coach, I like him a lot, Joel Quenville. I think he could be really good for somebody. Yeah, and I mean that's that whole thing kind of blew over with him. I think you know, and it's you know, but uh, yeah. Um, Chris Tanev, I mean, he's linked. He's linked to about twelve teams, but I think that, like. We're hearing from a lot of, of, you know, insiders that, well, I think even Jim alluded to this, uh, Dallas is the front runner for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I truly believe that Toronto has tried and tried and tried. They have made every – but they don't – I think what they're going to have to do is give up their first-round pick and just – and I think that would get the deal done. Yeah. They just got to give up the first, and I don't know why they don't. They might as well at this point. You're all in on those other guys, on the, on the, you know, on the three of them. So just do it because if you let him walk away, you have the opportunity. He's from Toronto. He's made he has made comments about, you know, would consider it, wouldn't mind to maybe uh, live, you know, be, go back home. Why don't you just give up the first round pick and bring him in? Because it's exactly what they need. They need it. There's no right shot defensemen in this league. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. There's something – if you got kids, you might want to make them shoot right-handed because yeah. there ain't any of them. Yeah. And I watched the Leafs tonight. I was watching them for uh, towards the end here. Every defenseman was a left-shot defenseman because they had Lilligren out and so and Connor Timmons is sick. They had no right-shot defenseman. And you know how – that that's a big problem when you have to always be on your offhand. 
Right. So he's a, he's in so much demand, and Hannafin, of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, here's here's another. You know, we were talking about Edmonton. Here's another name that's been thrown out there, Jake DeBrusque. How about him? I mean, you know. His extension talks in Boston have really gone nowhere. There's been nothing, you know, they've, they've uh, yeah. tried to offer him, you know, an extension and he, you know, um, I think he's going to end up, I I think he's going to be a playoff rental somewhere, you know? Yeah. I could see that. Get him out of the conference, send him out West. Yeah. I don't know if Edmonton would be, God, how many guys like that are Edmonton? I, you know, cause they got Corey Perry. They, I, where would he, could he, where would he fit? I mean, I think he'd be a good playoff performer anywhere, but like, yeah, who would it? You know, the teams out west are so weird because Vegas is struggling because of the injuries they have. Uh, Winnipeg, like, it just feels like all the teams out west are tough. Right. They already have the tough. Maybe Colorado needs a little because I'll tell you something about them. When you get past that first line, it's not really that good. Um, no, it's not. They've they don't have much in the bottom. That's for sure. No, I see Nakushin. That Nakushin is back. He got out of the. Um, I know he was in the uh, employee, the player assistance thing. Yeah, and I, I, he'll be a big help if he can play. But man, they're gonna have. I think Colorado. They have all their first round picks. I could see them being really active and trying. I mean, trying something. I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know who that, you know, who who really, when you look at it, other than Getzel and, and maybe Tarasenko, as far as scoring-wise, right? I mean, those are your guys. Those yeah. would be the two guys that you can probably. I, I think Tarasenko's gone from Ottawa, right? I mean, that oh, makes yeah, he's, he's gone. He's good as gone, absolutely. I mean, there's some guys like Trevor Zegris to me, I wouldn't, he's someone I wouldn't want. If I'm a, if I'm a team, I don't think I'm, I, I don't know, man. I, he just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what you think of him. Yeah. He's well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's slight. He didn't, he, and he's a, and all he, and he's a trick shot artist. Yep. So he does trick shots and I don't And he's on the, he's on the cover of, uh, of, uh, you know, video games. Yeah. So, all right. Maybe that's a big one. Let's talk goalies. I mean, Soros, you know, they're saying he's going to go somewhere, you know. Um, and, I mean, it shocked me, but uh, the news coming out uh, was that Jari is uh, is a potential trade candidate for my Penguins, which, uh, I mean. Wouldn't that be nice to get out from under his contract? Well, it would be, but, the, you know, I know it's been a small sample size. The guy's played last, you know, 18 games. It really hasn't been his uh, – fault it's been the defense in front of him he's played pretty well you know yeah. um so i don't know that's and that's maybe why they're looking to trade him because he's been playing well and uh you know he's he's kind of uh you know marketed his value there so what do you think about them you know i was reading an article about they are it was elliot friedman that was wrote it that they are slowly heading towards being a seller not real aggressive. Not you know, they're kind of just creeping their way. Well, into I think they're really going to figure out. You know, I mean, these next few games. I mean, you got this road trip starting tonight in in, uh, in Vancouver, uh, and it's one nothing here with uh, two fifty three in the first. But you know, I think they're going to really evaluate where they're at. I mean, all, I, the you know, lifelong Penguins fan. I mean, 
do I think that they're going to be in the playoffs? No. I mean, they've got way too much ground they have to make up. They've got to leapfrog a bunch of teams. It's going to take monumental. They're really going to have to to win, you know, uh, what do they have, 28 games? They're going to have to win at least 20 of those games to even be considered. Um, right. Now, they have games in hand. I get it. But it's just not enough, you know, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think they're going to be sellers. I, I think they have to be. I mean, I, I think that the time is – is now like if, if there's ever a time, you know, let's say you, you know, and like I alluded to, yeah, we're just another goal, just another goal now. So not off to a good start in this road trip here. I mean, I know it's early, but you know, two nothing Vancouver. Um, no, um, oh, um, lost my train of thought here. No, I, I think that I like this whole, you know, March 8th being the, you know, how, how the, you know the uh, the trade deadline's been pushed back because I really think it it gives teams more time to evaluate. And I think if there's one team that needs that, it's the Penguins. I mean, they're and you know, and you know what else too? I you know at the deadline they don't have to do anything really because no. they can just wait till the off season. I mean, right. Dubas doesn't have any pressure on them to do any. You you know you do what you got to do in the summer. Maybe it's easier that way where there's less. You know well, but. And here's the thing with Gensel, you know, uh, yes, you know, if he was healthy and you wanted to trade him, you, you know, you'd probably get a good return, excuse me, a good return on him as it is now with him being injured. I think he's going to be coming back a couple days after the trade deadline. Um, that might diminish his value, but I don't look at that the, as the end all be all for them. I mean, He's still, if he walks in the offseason, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it would be nice to be able to, to move him and get something back in return for him. But, you know, if he let, walks in the offseason, you're still going to save cap space, you know. Right. So I, it, it's not like, you know. There is no way in my mind that Dubas will let him walk without getting something for him. It, it's just not his. He's getting something. Yeah. Whether it's first-round picks, he's getting something. He's getting something because I mean, the injury really put a damper on everything. I mean, it, 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 it gets you fired. You know what I mean? You let guys walk out the door. Look what happened to Tree Living. And it wasn't even his fault. Uh, Kachuk kind of screwed him, right. and and then Goudreau walked out the door. So yeah. like that gets you. I mean, I know he's sitting pretty nice. He's pretty much the the he's got the final say on everything. But like he's gonna get so. I I just think of him in Toronto. He I will give him this. And you'll like this with him, I think. He's creative. He'll bring a third team in. There's, he always gets, you know, this one's taking salary. This one's doing that. Um, I, I do think the Penguins could rebuild quicker than I – there's part of me that thinks it could be quicker than it has to be. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I think Kyle Dubas is the guy to do it. I, I think that they could rebuild fast. And I, if you want to keep – you know, Crosby wants to stay, and they're, they're going to keep him. You know, and I if if you're looking to rebuild quick, I, I think that there's there's definitely ways to do it, and there's and he's he's definitely one guy that I think can do it. So, did you uh, speaking of a team that's in the playoffs now? Detroit is on a hell of a roll. Yeah, they they just won eight three, beat the Capitals. I mean, they are they they've been on a roll, and I I've been saying this for a long time. That's that's going to be a playoff team real soon, and sooner than what a lot of people think. I think it's going to be this year. Because yeah. they're going they're, I mean, they're starting to really separate. I mean, you figure they're, they're now, they're nine points ahead of uh, Washington. Yeah. You know, so they're, it's more Tampa that, that is kind of floundering a little. 
I think they lost tonight. They, they, yeah, they lost to Philadelphia six two. Yeah. Uh, we talked on Tarasenko. I wanted to let's touch on him a little bit more. Where do you think he goes? I mean, I think Edmonton Rangers. I think Carolina could use him. I think the Stars, Boston. I think could even use him. I yeah, I, I'm still gonna say Colorado. I, I think they need scoring badly. Yeah. I, I watched them and. Boy, when McKinnon's on the ice, you know, he, he's ridiculous. He may be the best player in the world. I mean, he's as fast as he is, the stuff he does, you know, and, and he's – they're awfully good. But they're all great. You know, he's a great player. But then it's – it's it's really a drop-off. Well, I even tell the Wild is, is being uh, one of the teams. And I, I'm like, that does not make any sense. I mean, you got the Wild. They're, they're what, four points out of a playoff spot. They've right. got a game in hand. Um, but you know that that's like a big, um, that's like a big, I don't want like a bigger. How do I want to say it? Like a bigger asset in a year like that to to use him to, to get a rental. You know what I mean? And that, to me, that wouldn't be the best decision. For and, and I bet you Tarasenko has no trade clause. He does. He has a no trade clause, so everything would have to go through him. But you know. I mean, could you go back to the Rangers? I mean, I'm looking at what are you getting for him? Everything is a first round pick these days, it feels like. Yeah. Everybody. I don't care if it's uh, Scott Lawton in Philadelphia or, you know, what, one guy that always interests me is that big kid, that Manta from Washington. Yeah. What do you think? He's worth, a, I mean, everyone's worth a first. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're talking about Adam Henrique. Love Adam Henrique. But is he really that? You know what I mean? Right. He's a third line center for you. Or he right. should be, or second line. Yeah. So, you know what else is interesting? Calgary. Calgary continues right now to sit. Well, how far are they out of the playoffs? They're they're five points out of the playoffs. Yeah. And I heard the guy who um, Eric Francis from Calgary, who fought, who who does the thing for Sportsnet, say it doesn't matter where they are, what the record is, they're selling. Yeah. I found that interesting. Like, I mean, like they're talking about Manjapani too. Yeah going um so that's interesting you know yeah they don't care you know we're talking about i know we're jumping all around here but you know we're talking about the, my penguins riley smith i think is going to go back to the golden knights i, I really think emily cap i know has made a comment that they're in the front running um he didn't want to leave he he wanted to stay there um you know the golden knights as you talked talked about a little bit ago are dealing with all these injuries. Uh, Smith was one of their core players. You know, a reunion to me would make sense at this stage. Yeah. They, and they're once another, I mean, watching them tonight and the last that I watched them about seven days ago, they, without Stone and Eichel, even with Stone and Eichel, I don't understand where they're getting their scoring from. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not Marshall. I see him. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I would maybe Tarasenko's in on there. They're in on him too. Um, yeah. and another him. another place I could see him going is is the Panthers. You know, he played for them as well, and uh, that was one of his former teams. And you know, um, but I mean, I think the Knights could. Geez, I mean, he was he was six years yeah. with them. He was a key part of their roster. Um, you know, um, and I think that with the injury issues that the that the uh, that the Knights have at this point in time, they might be like, you know what, let's get this guy back. You know, let's do yeah, what do so absolutely, yeah, he'd be perfect to right back in because you know what, their defense is so good. Those six guys are the same six guys that were in the Cup last year, still playing today, which is 
unbelievable when you think about that, that they're all together still. Yeah. In, in this day and age. Well, yeah. And this, I was just saying this day and age, you don't see that a lot. So, but um, I wonder about the Islanders. Uh, I want to bring them up to you. You know, they have lost. Uh, let me see here. They, they, they just won the other day, but they had, they had gone on a little losing streak. They are sitting about seven points back. When do they, maybe they start looking to, because sooner or later you gotta, you, you gotta figure, you know, we're not making, I mean, it's going to be tough. If Tampa keeps winning, I don't know how anyone's going to catch Tampa, Detroit, or Toronto. I, I just can't see how Washington catches them right. you know, I mean, from behind or New Jersey or any of them. Uh, New Jersey, another one. When do they raise the white flag eventually here and say, you know, our, our search for a goalie might have to wait till the off season. Right. Because what's the point? Yeah, I well exactly. I mean, it's exactly it's, and that's a lot of teams are in that boat. I mean, when you look at it, you know, but uh, a lot of the Eastern Conference is in a weird from Washington all the way down to Columbus. I mean, what's Buffalo going to do? I mean, they they got to do something. They can't just sit there. I mean, they have they have so much young alleged talent that you know you can sit there and watch that all. For the next five years yeah and you know nothing, you fall in love with that you know how that goes yeah fall in love with the prospects um yeah i mean i yeah yeah you talk the islanders i mean uh you know i i mean that's that's i agree that's another team that's you know um you know I mean, you know, that's another team that that's going to benefit from a later trade deadline because I think that there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, you know, there's a lot that's that's going on. That guy, what, what, who do you move on that team? You know, I know. I, I mean, you know, who, everyone loved Brock Nelson, but I don't know if he would. If they yeah, would what about Pajel? He's a guy that you know, right? Yeah. Here. I don't need to do anything until Lou packs up and leaves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're kind of spinning their wheels. It feels like that team. They they, they just are in that kind of a. I, I, they just. I mean, they're sitting here at this point. I'm look. I mean, looking at the. I'm looking at this. I mean, Tampa got hammered tonight by Washington. Yeah. I mean, they got they got beat pretty good. Um, now they're a team that don't. I don't know how they do anything at the deadline. Tampa. I know they have money because of Sergachev, but they don't have. They, they have no first round pick. They they don't pick this year for the draft until the sixth round. Mm -hmm. They have nothing. Then the following year, they don't have a first or a second. They don't. I, I mean, so that's I, I think they're kind of stuck. Yeah. I, I don't see where they're going to be able to step in and take hand, get Hannafin. There's there'd be no way. Right. Well, I don't know. It's yeah. be interesting to see. So anything, any other rumors we want to talk john before we wrap it up you know i you know just looking at stuff i just wonder you know like carolina wouldn't they they got 10 guys that are pending free ufas yeah they're interesting to me because you're not gonna what are you gonna do you're not gonna trade for another rental right you know what i mean so how do you deal with this like if you're gonna bring tarasenko in it's kind of good i i, I want the list <laughs> yeah and i wonder though why would you why would you bring that in? You got ten of them. Meanwhile, right. they might make trades and take some guys out. Michael Bunting could go. 
yeah. it wouldn't shock me if they if they made a bigger trade with maybe a Western Conference team. Yeah. Um, but they're one they're one team that I found interesting that they have ten pending UFAs. I think that's that probably is difficult here at the deadline for them. Yeah, that's about it, man. I think uh, we're so close. I mean, we're what's today? The today's what's the date today? Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yeah, and we're a week and what ten days or so away. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It'll be interesting. I, that's I like this time of year. There's a lot to talk about when it trade rumors. There's a lot of, lot of uh, you know insiders, um, you know, talking about different things, and you know, it, there's a lot, lot going on here. So, Arizona's lost twelve in a row. Don't forget them. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that bad. Be, that should be a fire. That should be a sale real soon. Yeah, that's not going to be. That's not going to uh, help you trying to get an arena. That's for sure. So, nope. but, uh, all right. Well, I think that about does it for today, John. Um, yeah, we will be back uh, next week. Um, a lot to talk about. I'm sure this. I mean, we're gonna have tons to talk about when this, from here and on out until, well, trade deadline and even beyond. I mean, there's. We're always gonna have. Oh yeah. Talk about week out, week in and week out. Um, but uh, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. We've got a lot of viewers, got some comments. Uh, keep them coming. Um, if there's something else you want us to, to cover, or you got questions, or you you're hearing other rumors that we're uh, not hearing, maybe shoot us a shoot us a message, and uh, you know we'll we'll get you on uh, get you on air here and see uh, you know what we come up with. So, but. Uh, but thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, yep, we will. We'll talk to you next week. So. See you then. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, let's talk sports, friends. Thanks for watching.